Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Dr. E.J. McKenzie on Blog Talk Radio. Stand to your feet if you will. We get ready to receive this great man of God, Dr. Leslie from Uganda. Praise the Lord. It's just wonderful to know Jesus. And even more wonderful to make him known. I want to speak this evening on the subject, the legacy of wealth. The legacy of wealth. I want us to go this evening to the book of Deuteronomy, the 8th chapter and the 18th verse. A scripture that is familiar to many. If I can have a little more sound in the monitors, it would be good. Thank you. Deuteronomy, the 8th chapter. And the 18th verse, the legacy of wealth. Can you shout it? The legacy of wealth. Can you say it another time? You see, what you're afraid of is afraid of you. If you're afraid of wealth, wealth is afraid of you. Can you say it again? The legacy of wealth. Deuteronomy 8 and 18th declares... But thou shalt remember the Lord your God, for it is he that gives you the power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant, which he swear unto your fathers, as it is this day. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for your word. It is the entrance of your word that brings life and light. Thank you for the anointing that is upon your word. Anoint the ears of your people to hear and their hearts to believe. Thank you for confirming the word with signs and wonders following. Thank you for the prophetic release in our midst tonight. And glorify your name. In Jesus' name we pray. And everyone shout amen. amen. In 1994, the Lord gave me a commission. He said to me, I have anointed you for the financial liberation of my people. Wherever you go... And declare financial liberation, there shall be signs, wonders, and miracles. God has confirmed that commission over the years. And entire nations have been affected by this commission. And I know that this commission is going to also affect your own lives. Now when we think of wealth, we usually think of wealth in terms of the material. But I want you to begin to think of wealth in terms of kingdom. We're talking about kingdom wealth. We're talking about the wealth that belongs to the kingdom of God. The wealth that belongs to the kingdom of God. The end time church will be the most glorious church. We will be a people that is exemplified 
by the glory of God that is released from our lives. If you go back to the book of Isaiah, the 60th chapter, when you read the chapter of Isaiah 60, you will notice that it's speaking about the wealth that will be released to the end time church. You are not destined for poverty. It is not your portion. You are not destined for shame. You are not destined for reproach. You are not destined for financial embarrassment. You are not destined for financial crisis. You are destined for financial prominence and excellence. Can you shout amen? So he says he has given us the power to get wealth. That word power means the right and the ability. He has given us the legal right to get wealth. Now let me say this to you. If wealth was evil, then God would have not given us the power to get it. Because the scripture declares in James 1.17 that all good and all perfect gift is from above. And it comes from the Father of lights in whom there is no variableness or shadow of turning. So the wealth he's speaking about here is the wealth for the advancement of his kingdom. Prosperity is not an issue of just the material. What God wants to do in the last days is to raise up a people with a consciousness that we are here for change. We are here to create an impact. We are here to make a difference. And that is why God wants us to become different. Prosperity is not only a function of your skills. It's a function of your will. You may be skillful, but not prosperous. Because until you will to have prosperity, you will never have prosperity. God does not want you to be an observer of the prosperity of others. God wants you to be a beneficiary of His blessings. It's time for you to move out from the observing arena and begin to be a participator of God's prosperity. God wants to bless you so that you will be a blessing. The world cannot be crying hard times and the church is singing the same song of hard times. We are not a people of hard times. You are not a victim of hard times. You are not born again to be a victim of difficult situations continuously. You are born for triumph. Tell your neighbor you are born for triumph. And kingdom wealth is your inheritance. Now when we go back to the book of Genesis, the 13th chapter, and the second verse, we will notice a man by the name of Abraham. The Bible declares that Abraham was very rich in cattle, in silver, and in gold. Now the Amplified Version says, and Abraham was extremely rich. Can you shout, extremely rich? There's a difference between being rich and being extremely rich. There are those who are rich and there are those who are extremely rich. 
There are rich people in this nation of America. And there are people who are extremely rich. And the extremely rich are considered the wealthy. There's a difference between a rich man and a wealthy man. A rich man is like a river. A wealthy man is like an ocean. The river ends up into the ocean. God did not say he has given you the power to be rich. He says he has given you the power to get wealth. A wealthy person is a person that has to have someone to help him to count his money. Someone says, when you know your bank balance by yourself, you're not wealthy. Abraham was very rich. Extremely rich. And that was not riches, that are wealth that was on a spiritual level. Cattle, silver, and gold cannot be considered spiritual. And the scripture says, and Abraham was a friend of God. And he was very rich. So many people say they are friends of God and they are very poor. Wealth belongs to you. For the purpose of kingdom advancement, the church must be the most glorious entity in the end time. We are not going to be beggars. We are going to be possessors. Your mentality determines your prosperity. The kind of mindset you have determines what God will do for you. If you think that you have a thousand dollars and you're rich, you're poor. If you even think you have ten thousand dollars and you're rich, you're poor. Because the law is that there is more. We're not talking about covetousness. Because covetousness has its root in selfishness. Selfishness is the root of covetousness. We're not talking about you being covetous. We're talking about you making an impact, a financial impact in the earth. That what needs to be accomplished in the earth will be accomplished. That you will have your own buildings to the glory of God. You will have all your own properties to the glory of God. You will maybe even own your own television stations, radio stations, hospitals, schools to the glory of God. It's time for the church to have a say. You see, the world has been the spokesman for the church. But it's time for the church to have a say. You will have a say. Tell your neighbor, you will have a say. The man that is in charge has a say. The person that is not in charge have no say. Go with me to Ecclesiastes chapter 9. Look at what the scripture says in Ecclesiastes the ninth chapter. This is powerful. You are bound for prosperity. I said you are bound for prosperity. In Ecclesiastes 9 and verse 14, the Bible says there was a little city and few men in it. And there came a great king and besieged it and built great bulwarks against it. 
Now there was found in it a poor wise man. I want you to underscore the scripture says poor wise man. You may be poor and you may be wise, but listen to this. The scripture says, and he by his wisdom delivered the city. Yet no man remembered that same poor man. He's poor, he's wise, he delivered the city, he had tragedy, he delivered the city, but no one remembered him. Look at what the scripture says. Then said I, wisdom is better than strength. Nevertheless, the poor man's word is despised, and his words are not heard. When you are poor, you are voiceless. When you are poor, you may say many words, but they are not heard. That's why the rich man is the spokesman for the poor. As long as you're poor, you're voiceless. The people in our society that have a say are those that have money. You've heard the term money talks. Hallelujah. Money talks. When you, when, you, when you don't have money, people say, who are you? When you have money, they say, how are you? <laughs> From this meeting, they will say, how are you? It's time for people to stop addressing you, who are you? When you don't have money, you always have to show an identity card. When you have money, people respect you. They say, good morning, sir. Good evening, ma'am. Hallelujah. There must be a kingdom identity upon your life of wealth. That when people see you, they, they know here comes a woman, here comes a man of wealth, here comes a person of prominence. You know, in Uganda, they have a certain word that they use to address a rich person in the local language. It's called Mugaga. Mugaga. Whenever time they see me, they say, here comes Mugaga. Wealth is associated with your destiny. It is associated with your destiny. You will never do great things in the earth unless you are financially equipped. Are you hearing me? It doesn't matter the ideas you have. It doesn't matter what you plan to do. The inspiration or even the aspirations. You will never do great things in life unless you are financially equipped. There are those who only live for today. So they eat their tomorrow in their today. And because they eat their tomorrow in their today, their tomorrow is always bleak. You are not a victim of your environment. You are bigger than where you are. There is no money problem. The only problem there is, is an idea problem. There is no lack of wealth. The universe has enough for everybody. Are you hearing me? The reason why the poor gets poorer and the rich gets richer, it's because the rich man has a mentality of wealth and the poor man has a mentality of poverty. 
It's not your locality that determines your destiny. It is your identity in Christ that determines your locality in life. What you are in Christ determines what happens where you are. You're born for prominence. You're born to make a difference. You should not just die. Some of you are not ready to die as yet. Some people said, I want to die and go to heaven quickly. No, heaven does not need you at this moment. Proverbs 13.22 says that a rich, a good man leaves an inheritance. A good man, a woman, leaves an inheritance to their children's children. If you are not ready to leave an inheritance of wealth, you are not ready to die. Tell your neighbor, you are not ready to die. When we read the last chapter of Second Chronicles, we see David. The, Dave, the Bible says that David died at a good old age, rich and famous. You are not ready to die poor, young, and unknown. You are not ready to die poor, young, and unknown. You must have a legacy. You must leave a legacy behind. I made a statement, until you make a mark, you will never be remarkable. You need to make a mark. It must not be said of you, he was born in this vicinity. He grew up in this vicinity, and he died in this vicinity. That's all they have to say about you at your, at your funeral. It's not enough. It's not enough. You are here to be a contributor. Not a taker. You are here to be a contributor. You are here to be a distributor, not just an accumulator. That's why kingdom wealth must be distributed wisely. God said to Abraham in Genesis 12, I will bless you and make you a blessing. Until you are blessed to become a blessing, you are not blessed. Until you are blessed to become a blessing, you're in a mess. Are you hearing me? Because the selfish man hoards everything. Prosperity is a kingdom possession. A kingdom possession. If you're always being helped without helping, you're in trouble. God wants you to rise from where you are. To rise from where you are. Some of you in this meeting will become millionaires. I'm not talking about faith millionaires. I was preaching in a meeting in South Africa a few years ago. And a certain young man was sitting on the front row. And I picked him out under the anointing and declared to him that God will make you a millionaire. He looked at me with that amazing look. Because number one, it was one of the churches that was outside of the city. In one of the areas that is considered a rural area. But God knows places you don't know. (laughs) 
And when God is ready to promote you, no one can hinder him. Hallelujah. God does not need to ask you your address when he needs to bless you. When God is ready to bless you, he already knows where you live. He already knows everything about you. And when he's ready to promote you, no one can stop God. So I picked him out under the anointing. I said, God will make you a millionaire. He's a black South African. He looked at me with amazement. The next night he brought to me, he said, I want to pay towards your hotel. He gave me a portion of money toward my hotel. Then he gave an offering, which was a seed faith offering in that meeting. Four months after that, he was a, he was a, he's a businessman. He was responsible for installing in homes electrical meters. You know, these ones you read to say how much money you have. You have, how much electricity you have used in a month. Within four months, he received a contract which was equivalent to $80,000 a month. A month. He was making far equivalent to $5,000 a month before. But, but in South Africa, that is considered a good amount of money, $5,000 a month. But I looked at him. I did not know how much he was making. But when I called him out and I said God would make you a millionaire, I looked at him and said, what you're working is peanuts. So it shocked him. Because that was a good money for South Africa. I said, God said, what you're working is peanuts. He will make you a millionaire. Four months after that, $80,000 a month. Within six months, he, he was working a million rands, which was, which was then maybe $150,000 a month. A month. A month. Now, God blessed him and blessed him. Now, today, he's driving the latest cars you can think of, the latest Mercedes-Benz, the latest BMWs. He has built big houses. He now even has his own football team. Now he told me his story. He said at one time he was so poor, he used to sell oranges on the side of the street. But within one year, he became a millionaire under the anointing. Your name shall be recorded among the greats. I said your name shall be recorded among the greats. In Zechariah 1.17, the scripture says that prosperity shall be spread abroad. The prosperity of God shall be spread abroad by the church. From this meeting, poverty will lose your address. I say poverty will lose your address. The prosperity of God shall be spread abroad in your lives. God wants to give you the power. The power to get wealth. The power to get wealth. 
The power to get wealth. I was sharing with the apostle before we came into the meeting. I was preaching in 1994 in a place called Mombasa, Kenya, in a very large church. And I asked people in that meeting to come forth and to give a certain amount. At that time, it was equivalent to $1,000 each. $1,000 each. That was a lot of money. But we had over 40 people who responded. And I said that out of you, God shall raise up millionaires. Ten months after that, one of those people that stood received a contract that gave them a profit of one million U.S. dollars. They gave a hundred thousand dollars tithe to the church. So shall it be in your lives. So shall it be in your lives. You see, where God wants to take you, you have not gone there before. I said, where God wants to take you, you have not gone there before. Some of you, you are, you are renting your houses. But you're going to have your own. When you're a possessor, you possess what is yours. So God wants to rewrite your name. Some of you have been addressing yourself as, I am poor. I am poor. Poverty has been your surname. But God wants to change your name. And from this meeting, He's going to change your name. He's going to change your name. He's going to change your destiny. He's going to give you another focus. Another supernatural focus. Wealth is your right and your birthright. It is your right and your birthright. He says, God has given you the power to get it. Tell the person next to you, it is your right to get wealth. It is your right to get it. Ecclesiastes 10.19 says that a feast is made for laughter. Wine maketh merry, but money answers all things. Let me tell you, money is not a question, it's an answer. It is only a question when you don't have it. You have a lot of questions when you don't have money. You have a lot of answers when you have it. Especially if it's for kingdom purpose. Money always evades the foolish. It gravitates towards the wise. A person that has a mentality of poverty, no matter how much you give to him, in a few months he's again poor. Because poverty is not a state of art, it is a state of mind. 
Money answers all things. Money answers all things. Money answers all things. Now let me tell you something. Whenever time we acquire property in the earth, it is a sign of possession in the earth. That's why the devil does not want the church to have its own property. When we acquire property, it's a sign of authority in the earth. It is also a sign of longevity. The devil knows that you are here. Now Jesus is coming. But he's not coming tomorrow. Some of you are disappointed. We are in the end time, but it doesn't mean it's the end of time. Are you hearing me? We're in the end time, but it's not the end of time. Before Jesus returns, the church must be the most glorious entity in the earth, spiritually and financially. So God wants to raise a standard among His people. He wants to raise a standard among you so that you break that cycle. That cycle of lack. That cycle of limitation. You are not here just to shout hallelujahs. You are here to make a difference. You are here to make a difference. That when the people of the world, they see you, they say, Oh, these people that know they are God. You cannot talk about God being Jehovah Jireh, and every crisis you have, you run to your bank manager. Are you hearing me? God is bigger than your bank manager. He is Jehovah Jireh. The God who sees before you see. And the God who will supply every need regardless of your circumstances. I was preaching in a meeting in South Africa. And I asked the people to give under this anointing. I said some of you will have promotions that will astound you. A certain sister was working with one of the big banks in South Africa. And her boss denied her promotion for many years. And he said to her, Under my dead body, as long as I'm here, you will not be promoted. But those are the words God wants to hear. And I prophesied in the meeting, under this anointing, I said, There shall be increase of wealth. There shall be promotions. So she gave. She went back to her boss and said, I will be promoted. He told her, you're crazy. But you know what God did? Within a few weeks, the man was transferred from that bank. The story is not over. The story is not over. And she got his position. Woo! Hallelujah! Somebody! Somebody! may be occupying the position that is yours. 
Somebody may be living in that house that is yours. Somebody may be in that business that belongs to you. Oh, glory to God, I declare to you in the name of Jesus that something is about to break. I said something is about to break in Jesus' name. When God stands up, every man has to sit down. When God is ready to promote you, every person that demoted you must be demoted. I see him working for you. I said I see him working for you. In the name of Jesus. Who can stand before God? No man. No man. I said no man. God is ready to lift you. You are going to be lifted. It is your season of being lifted. Prosperity has come. I'm so anointed in prosperity that if I drive in an old car anywhere I go, by the time I leave, they get a new car. I'm so anointed in prosperity that if I step foot in any place when I leave, there are explosions of prosperity. I have not come to ask you questions. I have come to give you answers. I know what is going to happen in your life. If you dare believe it, if you dare believe it, you shall possess it. Glory to God. I said glory to God. I said glory to God. I said glory to God. It is your time. And it's the right time. It's the right time. He has given you the power to get wealth. Listen to me carefully. Age is not an issue. Abraham became a millionaire when he was over 70. He started at 70. Oh, glory to God. I said, glory to God. If God wants to bless you, age is not an issue. When you're at the right age, then it is the right stage. God has a purpose for your life. A testimony will be attached to your name. In the name of Jesus. I said a testimony will be attached to your name. You will leave a legacy behind. I don't care how many poor people have been in your family. From this night, poverty is coming to an end. In the name of Jesus. Whatever they have declared to you, whatever they have told you, contrary to what God has said about you, I cancel it tonight in the name of Jesus. It's 
never the color of your skin, it's the color of your mind. God is about to promote you. God is about to promote you. In the name of Jesus. Why should you cry continuously, financially? The day of laughter has come to your life. It's time for you to laugh. The time has come for you to laugh. To laugh. I said to laugh. To laugh. You're going to laugh. chapter 26 verse 11 and 12 the Bible says and Isaac sowed in that land (laughs) and in the same year he received a hundred times what he had sown and the Lord favored him with blessing the Amplified says and the man became great and he went forward and the Bible says and the Philistines envied him In verse 12 it says that the man went forward, he waxed great, and became very wealthy and distinguished. So shall it be in your own lives. You are going to go forward. You are going to wax wealthy. You are going to become distinguished. You are going to become the envy of your relatives. The envy. When people begin to ask you how, how, then you're on your way. How are you making it? How have you made it? So shall they ask you how? 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 You shall not plant and another reap. (laughs) Many of you have been planting and others have been reaping. But you shall not plant and another reap. Your prophetic season of increase has come. shall you labor in vain. You shall not bring forth for trouble, for you are the seed of the blessed. The hand of God shall be upon you from this moment. So many of you have given, but you have not seen harvest. In this meeting, it is your season for harvest. It is your season for harvest. For what leaves your hand will no more leave your life. It will go into your future to make impact into your future. (laughs) 
You shall decide. Job 22, 28. You shall decide and decree a thing. I decide tonight that you will no longer be poor. I said I decide tonight you will no longer be poor. I decide tonight you will no longer be a beggar. I declare tonight you will become a carrier of prosperity. A carrier. A carrier. A carrier. A carrier. A carrier. You and your husband will handle millions. Listen to me. Millions. Come and take the anointing for millions. Put your your hands. I release you. I release you. I command those millions. Oh, you will become a financial pillar under the anointing. I declare it. Hallelujah. Listen, the Lord spoke to me. He said to me, I am going to raise up 30 foundational millionaires in this church. It will begin in a series of 10. And it will come to 30. And out of that 30, out of that 30, God says there is going to be a release into others. that are going to become kingdom supporter. Millionaires. When the pastor asks for people to give to a project, those people will stand up and say, yes, we will give a half of the amount. Whatever has caused embarrassment financially in your lives, it is coming to an end. I said it is coming to an end. I don't speak what I don't hear. But what I hear and speak, it comes to pass. Everything I declare prophetically, it comes to pass. It does not fall to the ground. Things I declare nationally comes to pass. Two years ago, they had a drought in the nation of Kenya. There was no rain for 11 months. When I arrived at the International Conference Center in Nairobi, on the Tuesday, I declare it will rain. The very night it started to rain, that to the next day, the whole country it rained. After 11 months, no rain, one declaration, and the whole country rained in the day. So shall it rain in your life. So shall it rain in your life. Oh! So shall it rain. So shall it rain. So shall there be a rain of prosperity. So shall there be a rain of blessing. So shall there be a rain of favor. So shall there be a rain of increase. Whatever it is 
what have stopped you from tonight God will stop it I said God shall stop it in the name of Jesus some of you you have desired to count thousands but you have only been counting hundreds your story is about to change I said your story is about to change Many of you, when money sees you, it has been running away from you and running into the pocket and purses and accounts of others. But your story is about to change. You are born again for financial dominion. That when you speak, the people of the world know that you are the blessed of the Lord. Your days of begging has come to an end. I said your days of begging has come to an end. When we ask for offerings, sometimes the offering makes so much noise. But it's not a joyful noise. They are coins. Your story is about to change. I said your story is about to change. God wants to put in your hands what the devil has taken away from you. God is going to put into your hands some of you. Some of you will find yourself in places you have never dreamt you could go. You cannot die on that job of yours. You cannot retire on that job of yours. So that when you retire, you retire in poverty. God is about to change your story. God is about to put businesses, businesses into your hands. He's about to put businesses. He's about to give you creative ideas. The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. Searching all the inward parts of the belly. God is about to give you creative ideas that will change your destiny. Come on, shout money coming. Come on, shout money coming. Money coming. Money coming. To me. Now. Listen to me, listen to me. Something is about to break where you are. And that's what is going to be called a breakthrough. A breakthrough. A breakthrough. A breakthrough. A breakthrough. Some people have been going from one level of debt to another. From tonight, I stop it. I said I stop it. In the name of Jesus. Your process of accumulation should not be debt. It should be financial increase. Not financial decrease. From tonight, I stop every financial decrease in your lives. 
so shall it be in the mighty name of Jesus. No longer shall you be the laughing stock of the devil. Shall not laugh at you. No more. Tell your, tell your neighbor, no more. Come on, tell them, no more. No more. No more. There is a word that we use when we refer to money, and it's the word currency. And that word currency means to flow. From tonight, there shall be the flow of financial increase in your lives. Currency, currency will begin to flow to your lives. No more. Come on, tell the devil no more. No more. No more. Will I be a hostage financially? My day of increase has arrived. Now! 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 When the supernatural arrives, the natural has to give way. From tonight, everything that has been natural in your life, that has hindered the flow of the supernatural, it is being removed. I said it is being removed in the name of Jesus. From this meeting, whatever you release will release you. What you release in this meeting shall release you. Shall release you. You are not going to remain a victim. The next time I meet you, I will meet you with a testimony in your mouth. I will meet you with a testimony in your mouth. I've not just come to you, I am sent. I am sent to you as a messenger of prosperity. I've not just come as another preacher talking about money. I am sent for your financial liberation. There are those of you that things that belongs to you have been tied up. You have prayed. You have fasted. But nothing has happened. From today, it will be another story. It shall be another story. In the name of Jesus, whatever has been tied up for you shall be released. Where there 
has been misfortunes. God is destroying that force. Releasing you from the captivity of misfortune. The anointing of increase is coming upon your lives. That you will lift up your face to God. And you will, you will shine as the brightness of the morning. If God has to remove somebody from their place of work. So as to put you, he will put you. If God has to transfer somebody so as to promote you, you will be promoted. I said you shall be promoted. Oh. Your day of financial increase, wealth has come. Proverbs 10.22 says, The blessings of the Lord, it maketh rich. You know what that word rich means? To be amply supplied with all good. To be fully supplied and satisfied with all good. It is the blessings of the Lord that maketh rich. It's the blessings of God that enriches, that satisfies you. Why should the people of the world laugh financially and you cry financially? Why? Psalm 23, 1 says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. From this day you will live as long as you want, but you shall not want as long as you live. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Amplified Version says, The Lord is my shepherd to feed, to guide, and to shield me. I shall not lack. Tell your neighbor, you shall not lack. You shall not lack. From this meeting, you shall not lack. Whatever has been a lack in your life, I declare it shall become abundant. May your lack turn to abundance. You shall not lack. You shall not lack. God is about to do for you what you could not do for yourselves. What you have struggled to make happen, God is going to cause it to happen in a moment. Come on, shout a moment. In a moment. You know, God said to me in 1992, He says, now that I've trusted you with money, you will never be without money. We built the first church building, which is equivalent to about a million U.S. dollars debt-free. Then God says, now I've trusted you with money, you will never be without money. Bishop, apostle, I don't write letters begging for money. Our ministry is so unique. Whatever God tells us, 
It happens on the ground. It happens on the ground. Money knows our voices. It understands our vocabulary. So shall it be in your own lives. I said so shall it be in your own lives. In the name of Jesus. There is a sound of financial increase. There is a sound of financial flow. There is a sound. I was preaching in a church in Durban, South Africa. Pastored by a white pastor. They have 5,000 members in that church. They built a dome for over 2 million U.S. dollars. But they were in debt. And they heard of me. And they called me to come and preach. Benny Hinn is the one that dedicated that church building. So when I spoke in that church, the anointing was released. Well, I was preaching and a man was sitting, a white man was sitting on the front and I waved my hands like this. I said, some people, some of you will have contracts. The man received a contract with equivalent to over two million dollars. The next day, I was not addressing him, I was just preaching under the anointing that some of you will receive contracts. I waved my hand over his head. So shall it be. In your life. So shall it be. In your life. Whatever hindered you. Will no more hinder you. Whatever hindered you from tonight. It will give you progress. There are skills. There are gifts. There are talents. That are unique in your life. But they have been suppressed. From tonight there shall be a release. If nothing happens when I leave here, I will not return. But there is no place I've gone and nothing happens. No place. I am confident in the anointing that is in me. I'm confident. I've gone to places where they say nothing happens here. Nothing happens in this place. But when I leave, testimonies, even before I leave, even before I leave, many of you will begin to have testimonies. Before I leave. People will do things for you. And you will ask why. Don't ask why. Some of you will find increases in your accounts. Don't ask why. Don't ask why. It is your season of financial empowerment. It is your season of increase. It is your season of increase. It is your season of increase. It is your season of, increase. Is your season of what? Increase. 